0: This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bare Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to Bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Hello, and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 21. I am your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am the creator of Bear Fruit, and I am here with my co-host. It's a very special person. Very important person in this podcast's life. Adam Jawbone Teteris.
1: <laughs> Woo! i just want to say real quick i appreciate you giving me the the ego boost at the beginning of this show very important i feel like what we have the opportunity to do is kick off with a lot of positivity yes right a lot of a lot of gratitude yes um i and appreciate we, you man you, we just say i appreciate you too we just say you say thanks to one another you say man you're doing it you're killing it mm-hmm. you're doing a great job mm-hmm. i feel like we don't say that often enough in yeah. the world yeah. And that's why people tune into to Comic Book Junto. We want to start off, start this thing off right. Yeah. With affirmation. Yeah, exactly. Hold on. That was us having a high five. That was just me clapping. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. That, was, that was a simulation. Yeah. I was simulated. I was too worried that if we tried to attempt a high five, we would like mess up Destroy the microphone. Destroy everything. <laughs> <laughs> Flip the table. Over. <laughs> Water splashes everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, so, what's good, man? How are you? Hey man, I'm doing good. Mm -hmm. How are you guys doing out there in the internet? Um, We want to get a little business out of the way. So welcome to Comic Book Junto. Mm -hmm. Welcome, welcome. We love you. Um, If you don't know, this podcast is a product of Bare Fruit. Um, Bare Fruit's a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand. You can learn more about that by going to barefruit.com, signing up for the
1: newsletter, check out the shop, check out the things we have going on there. Beautiful new t-shirt, by the way. Oh, yeah. Beautiful new t-shirt. Thank you, sir. I love that. Thank that, you That much. new red one. That is beautiful. Fire. A fire joint. Mm-hmm. That's a fire joint. Right there. That's a fire type. <laughs> that
0: is a fire type. Um, you can follow Barefruit on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all the same thing. At B3ARFRUIT. So, let's start off talking about how. The week's been since we've been here last.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, how are you doing, man? Like, I'm how's your good, week man. rolling? I know that we're Wednesday. We, we record this on Wednesday. It's New Comic Book Day. Happy mm-hmm. Brown Bag Day to same you. To you same to you, Internet. Happy Brown Bag Day. Happy mm-hmm. New Comic Book Day. But it has been a week since you and I have seen each other and and, and talk. Well, okay. Technically, I saw you the other day, but that right. was a, that was a whole nother thing. Right. I was. That was we were not on business. Yeah. Yeah. Adam was barefoot, so it was definitely. Yeah. This. Hey, this podcast is brought to you by Philadelphia company Barefoot. I just want to let you know. Good one. See, this guy's slick. Rolling around like a hobbit in this office. You were, actually. Yeah. Uh, But it's been a week since we've seen each other. So what's up? What are you doing? Um,
0: Just dropped Baxter by Andy Gellenberg. Mm Mm-hmm. So really excited about that. The pre-order is going really well. Shout out to everyone who's done the pre-order. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Really, really appreciate you guys. It really feels good because it's been a while since I put some merchandise out. So. And you've been promising. You, you've been saying that you're going to do mer- uh, new stuff. Yeah. So so uh, pre-order for that ends tomorrow. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, on Thursday, the 19th, mm-hmm. pre-order ends today. So if you want to buy it, get it for 19 bucks, grab it now. Link is in the bio. Yeah, cuz yeah. on Friday it's going to go up to 29.99. Okay. Um coloring book came out? Yes. Ooh. Chance 3.
1: Man, Chance 3. Great. I'm This is this feels like a gospel album. Yeah. More than Pablo, Life of Pablo. Yeah. Because Kanye said that he was making a gospel album with mm-hmm. the Life of Pablo mm-hmm. and this legitimately Feels like a gospel album. Tell me why you uh, say that. album. Uh, there's there's a lot of choir. There's a lot of Kirk Franklin. Yeah. And by Kurt, a lot Come of Come on, somebody,
0: I mean, <laughs> somebody around here say right now. Sat!
1: Like, yeah, you got a lot yeah, of Yeah, yeah. He he comes in. He's he's got that signature thing, that yeah. gusto, man. Yeah. Um he chance is, you know, he professes his his love for for God and his faith and mm-hmm. and and uh that's cool. Mm-hmm. They, there's just a lot there are two tracks called Blessings, mm-hmm. you know. It's like yeah. all right, that's nice. Yeah, my joint on coloring book mm. is how great. Yeah how great excellent is our God they that. needed you on there, apparently yeah 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 i it's really funny because I catch myself if you don't listen to chance the rapper you you really need to listen to chance the You rapper. should man, he is so talented, he is such a wordsmith mm-hmm. and it's it's a funny experience for me because I catch myself all the time just thinking like singing gospel tunes from this yeah, record, yeah, yeah, and the people around me I'm like, adam I didn't know that about you i'm like it's chance chance done did it <laughs> the to power me. of chance compels you <laughs> <laughs> the
0: power of chance compels you well you know what man i do think that it's really dope because there are a lot of people who are um because i myself am a christian i believe in jesus yeah um personally and i think it's really really dope to see someone um have an encounter with jesus you know because I've seen him on Twitter, Chance profess that he's, you know, really like, wow, like, I'm having an experience here. Mm-hmm. And then to see it, like, come into your music and not be corny. And he I'm, makes art. It's yeah. not whack. It's yeah. not like, Jesus, 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 because I'm Christian now. Like, it's yeah. like, yo, this is amazing art. And to see pop culture, mainstream, millennial conversations are now gospel yeah kurt franklin jesus i mean adam texts me and goes this is a gospel album yeah like that to me as a christian as a i don't know if you, you probably wouldn't mind me saying this i don't think no. like i've invited adam like yo and you want to come church with me he's like no thank you and it's like all right cool uh-huh. Uh-huh. but to, for adam to text me and go this is a gospel album and i'm really enjoying it i was like
1: yeah. Well, wow. I imagine. It's, yeah. I imagine this, it's, this is not the kind of music that I, I guess I would expect myself to listen to, but I'm so sure. captivated by yeah. the art. I think Chance is so talented. Yeah. It, the beats are ridiculous. I'm I'm stuck on Summer Friends, the the <laughs> one he does with Jeremiah and and Francis and the Lights. Uh, no problem. Lil Wayne is on that. Yo, the
0: no problem joining Banger. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> you are the, the problem? No problem banger. with me. <laughs> yeah, That's, all, yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. stop banging this album, and I've I've just been listening to it over and over and over. This. And Radiohead's new album heard About came that, out. I
0: haven't gotten into that because I've just been in the chance.
1: You know, my thing right now is I keep buying albums on iTunes because they you release... Still buy, you
0: don't have Apple Music?
1: No. Uh. Because I have Spotify. I'm a Spotify person. Oh, all right. It's my, the, one, the thing that I used to use went away. That was called RDO. Mm-hmm. That, that went away. And then I transferred over to Spotify. And then Apple... Launched their service. Mm -hmm. And now I'm buying all these albums. I bought Lemonade. Mm -hmm. I bought Views. Mm -hmm. I bought Chance. I bought Radiohead's new album, Moonshamed Pool. And I'm like... (laughs) How's Radiohead? Do I need to listen to that? If, If you're a Radiohead fan... It's phenomenal. Okay. If you're not a Radiohead fan you just like music, it's phenomenal. I love Radiohead very much. So this is something that I'm very, very thankful for. It has come. It, it's been so long. I think 2008 was when they released the last album. Wow. So we've been a waiting long a long time. So very happy about this record. But uh, yeah, I'm spending a lot of money on iTunes, man. Hey. Spending a lot of money on iTunes. Hey. But it's I'm, all good. I'm not- yeah right I listen to radiohead a lot when i I read comics because it's just kind of like mellow and it it's there it, it creates an atmosphere that I think helps certain comics um it's just the beats are good and the lyrics are not too prominent, so I don't get too distracted from what i'm reading you know mm-hmm. yeah uh, so i've been I've been listening to moon shaped pool a lot while I'm reading however chance like coloring book i i cannot listen to that I, c- I would not be able to focus yeah on a comic book if i was listening to kirk franklin
0: <laughs> right right i would not right. be able to do I'm, it i'm gonna keep it real with you i'm not a gospel music fan sure yeah like, i'm not banging gospel albums sure like i love jesus and i understand the role that it plays in the church gathering and i and when i go to the church gathering i enjoy that experience Mm. but i'm not even with apple music i'm not downloading gospel albums and Mm -hmm. playing them Mm -hmm. you know i'm just not yeah i understand it's not my because and that's a that's a thing that i think is important people understand gospel music is a genre of music yes it is it's a sound it's a sonic palette so they're like i think even when kanye was talking about The Life of Pablo, he was more so talking about, hey, you know how gospel music, like black gospel music sounds? Yeah. You're going to hear those sonic influences in this album. Ultra Light Beams. Less about, hey, I'm going to be speaking gospel biblical truth in my album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the difference is we heard that sonic palette even more in Coloring Book, Mm -hmm. and we also heard... Uh, a believer in christ's perspective on different things Mm -hmm. now i don't think it's fair to call an entire gospel album in the sense that top to bottom he's spitting lyrical theology like yeah i I agree but at the same time i think it's dope to hear hey here's where i'm at Mm -hmm. here's how this aspect of my life has impacted me Mm -hmm. and here's my artistry and creativity with it i'm Mm -hmm. like
1: yes sir yeah I, I, uh, if you ever listened to a rapper named Leaf L E 1 F, because you know, you got to spell your name with a number, of course, right? Right, right, Barefoot right. B3 A R, yeah, that's a good point. You know, yeah. it, it, that's like a, an AOL screen name, basically, yes. is what yeah, it, it it's is. It's pretty Leaf. much, yeah, it's exactly what it is. Leaf, no, not. that's a lot in, in the sense that you describe like uh, gospel and faith influencing this album, but not necessarily it being the focus of or the theme of the album, yeah. Uh, Leaf is a, a gay man, and mm-hmm. he's a rapper, mm-hmm. and he frequently says, like, I don't, I, it's not gay rap, right. I'm just gay, right. and I rap, right. and um, I like Leaf a lot, and Leaf is a total nerd, he's rap- rapping about like DBZ and Pokemon and mm-hmm. stuff, and and he used to roll with uh, guys I liked a lot, Das Racist, mm-hmm. uh, Himanshu Suri, and Victor Vasquez, mm-hmm. And I and I really, really liked them and their style and the way they rap and the in the the lyrics. But there was a thing that people would beef on all the time, like, no, nah, I don't really like gay rap. I'm like, what? Well, what think- is no no no? He's just he he's a homosexual and also he is a rapper. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's intersectional. Like he 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 can yeah. be multiple things. Yeah. And it doesn't color the entire thing. Right. And interestingly know? enough, this is
0: a conversation that's going on. I don't, I'm, I'm not assuming you know this, but this is a conversation that's mm. going on in the Christian community. Oh. There are rappers who are Christians yeah. and there's this whole conversation about, well, are you a Christian rapper?
1: Oh yeah, okay, yeah, like declare or you a, yourself. Or
0: are you a rapper that's Christian? Yeah. Well, I'm a Christian and I'm a rapper. Oh, so you you you're you're denying the faith. And it's like, "No." No. If I were and here's the long and short of it. Yeah. I believe that if you call someone a ex-rapper, that to me denotes that's what this music is about. Yes. Thematic. Right? Yeah. That's what the theme of this music is. Mm. And there's baggage that's associated with certain terminologies. So if mm-hmm. you're going to be wise about your branding, mm-hmm. if you're not speaking only about homosexuality, yeah, then would it be appropriate to call yourself a homosexual rapper? Yeah, And people listen to your content. Well, I don't hear anything about homosexuality in this. Yeah. It's like, well, that's because this is not homosexual rap. Yeah. It's this just, is rap. It's just rap. This is from my worldview in yeah. the same way. I think it would be, f- if you're like, look, I spit lyrical theology. This whole album and everything I do is about Jesus. Yeah. So, are you a Christian rapper? Yes. Yeah, sure. Because my content, everything I do is about Jesus. Yeah. Appropriate. But if you're a rapper who's a Christian, and maybe it is about Jesus, maybe it isn't, but it's coming from a biblical worldview, it might not be accurate. Uh-huh. Because if someone comes to your music and you said you're a Christian rapper and you're not talking about Jesus and everything, they're going to be like, well, hold up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, they, you know, it's not, just, it's not just that scenario. That's a thing. Categorization is big. But, um, I mean, I think that there's a part of it that's, yeah, that makes sense. And there's another part
1: of it. It's like, man,
0: just let people do their
1: thing. Yeah. I, I feel like the point here is don't get hung up on this. Don't get hung up on the label. Enjoy the art. Enjoy the art. Mm-hmm. Like stop, stop trying to figure out exactly what you're supposed to call this and how you categorize this thing and play coloring book and vibe out. Yes. And whatever and you
0: and whatever you get from it, you get from it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what you get from it's gonna have a lot to do with what's
1: in you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. So that's what's happening in my life. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. But we came here to talk geek news and comics and talk to you have guys. a junto over some comic books. Oh yeah. Mhm. And this is just a reminder. This is Adam Tetris, your favorite Christian rapper. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm here to help you through Geek News of the week. Thank you. There has been this is <laughs> come on
0: somebody yeah, <laughs> uh, lift him up in this place. I
1: wish I wish I had just narrated when I was reading on my comics. I wish it just sounded like Kirk Franklin and like just Oh, my God. Just shouting these things at people. You just want the Kurt Frank whip. Uh, A snick. Stay with it. Yeah, yeah. Keep practicing in the mirror. (laughs) Just doing all of the onomatopoeia, all the sounds. Krakoom. There you go. Just doing that. Hey, Adam, you might have a future in this. (laughs) Yeah, I might you know? have a I might have a future in appropriating somebody else's <laughs> v- uh, vocal patterns. Yeah. Oh, stellar, stellar, man. stellar. Look, look, let's hop into it. You had some good news for me. Uh, right at the top of the comic news. Uh, what's this about Black Panther? Uh, let's see what we got here. Um, because, I mean, Black Panther number two is out. That was a mm-hmm. book of the week last week. Yeah. Ta-Nehisi Coates, riding right easy. Mm-hmm. Seems like he's doing all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the first... Uh, no, second print of the first issue of Black Panther is out. So if you couldn't pick up Black Panther number one, that first issue is sold out. Yeah. There are many, many, many more copies. I think
0: that, you know how we talk about comics that aren't going to be. Okay. So first of all, let's get the story out. Go ahead. Yeah. And tell yeah, me. yeah.
1: All right. To... So the story is that uh, Tanahasi Coates is, I mean, what is it? Black, his Black Panther run right now is the best selling comic of 2016. Wow. Yeah. So we're in, we're in May. Yeah. We're in May right now. Anything can change, yes. but that is notable. That's black good. Panther, number one, is the number one best-selling comic. Who was talking about Black Panther prior to
0: this? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm talking about in, comic, in, in, the, in the world of comics. Yeah. Like, there weren't a lot of people who were talking about Black Panther. Yeah. You know? And to see a comic book that has majority, if not all, black people in it, that's written by a black writer and illustrated by a black illustrator. I don't know what the ethnicity of the colorist is, but she's killing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And to have that be the number one book. I mean, i are not talking about number one book in Marvel. Just the number one
1: book. Yeah. Period. Yeah. That's huge. It is. That is really huge. I mean, it, it's, it makes a statement, does it not? It says, we like this.
0: Yes. And that's what I want people to pay attention to. So the next time somebody goes, um, well... I don't know if they, they'll sell. Look at Black Panther. Yeah. Well, you know, we're looking for the most talented people, you know, hey, look at Black Panther. If you put the creative team together, they can make something fly. Mm-hmm. And if you put a black character and you put strong women to the Dora Milaje, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not like you can sell the book. And the reason why I'm talking about that is because, you know, a lot of times the excuses are
1: sales, making mm-hmm. money. This is mm-hmm. a business. Well. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Give us more of this. Yeah. It's, this is the proof. The proof is in the pudding. Like, yeah. we we like this. You put the talent behind it. You put the effort behind it. You
0: put the behind talent it. behind That's it. That's it. There you go. Keep going if with that. You
1: put the talent behind the, 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 the project. Mm-hmm. It's what else do you expect to happen? Yes. What else do you expect to happen? Yeah. You take the time, you put the correct team together. Yeah. You have that team represent a lot of different ideas, a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different like creative mix. Right. Mm -hmm. And it makes something incredible and the fans enjoy it. Yes. And I'm, I'm thrilled that this is a story that we can report because I love this comic and I think it's really dope. We talked at length about black Panther two, And at first when we read
0: episode two, we were kind of like, Mm. But when we talked about it, it was kind of like you know what? Actually, it opened up, you know, like mm-hmm. and that's the cool thing about about comics. It's sharing. It know? opened it's, up. It's sharing, and that's what what really makes this makes this dope. So go pick it up if you haven't picked it up already. Do yourself a favor, mm-hmm. um, and I just want to shout out the creative team real quick. Written by Tanahasi Coats. Um, it is illustrated by Brian Stillfries. And the colorist. Do we have her Laura name? Laura Martin. Laura Martin. Laura Martin. Shout out to all three of those. We're and everybody else was involved with the book. I apologize if we haven't like, named the anchor and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. Anchor, layer, editor, everybody. All the people. Everybody. We appreciate yeah. you guys. Everybody in Wakanda, you're doing a great job. Yes. Mm-hmm. And thank you to the people of Wakanda. And thank you very much to Wakanda for tuning into our show, by the way, for the the uh, five stars and positive comment. Yeah. You got a lot going on in Wakanda. There's a lot happening. Yes. You're very technologically advanced. You have the best Twitter app in the world. Yes. And we appreciate that. Yeah.
0: Staying with Black Panther News, um, word on the street. There's a lot going on with this new Black Panther movie. Yes. A lot of news, a lot of speculations, a lot of rumors. Um, But we have heard officially from the horse's mouth that the cast of Black Panther is 90% black or African-American or African.
1: How do you feel when you read something like that? Like, What what is the effect that... A piece of information like that has on you. Hashtag Black Panther so lit.
0: <laughs> Go look up hashtag Black Panther so lit if you want to see how I and a lot of people of color feel. Yeah. Like, I mean, we know we got Coogler who's directing it. Ryan mm-hmm. Coogler, look him up. Fruitvale Station. Creed. Um, he's also done. Wait. What's up? What else? That's no, it. Fruitvale, Sta- and Creed. Fruitvale
1: Station. Um, prior Creed. to that, prior to Fruitvale Station, I think it was just smaller projects that had limited release. If that, yeah. Fruitvale Station was it, it. wasn't widely distributed. It's a it was spectacular it was movie. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Fruitvale
0: Station, Creed, and now gonna be on Black Panther. We got mm. t- we got um, uh, Chadwick Boseman who yep. was playing T'Challa. Uh huh. Um, Get on up, the Jackie Robinson movie. Michael B. Um, Jordan. Word on the street. Yeah. Is we got Michael B. Jordan from Fruitvale Station, from Creed. Yeah. He's supposed to be in it. Lupita yeah. is supposed to be in it as well. Yeah. And the other thing that dropped today, rumors now, the only thing we know for sure is Coogler and Chadwick Boseman. That's right. Lupita is rumor. Michael B. Jordan is rumor. Yeah. And John Boyega. That is- Is rumored as well. Uh, that is like, like, let's go! That is unstoppable. Please, I, And I trust Ryan Coogler so much. Yeah. And Twitter, look up hashtag Black Panther So Lit. Twitter, it felt so... People were so excited. They were like, yes, this is what we want. This is what we've wanted. The memes were so funny. The comments were so funny. Just like people are like, we're going to be getting our tickets. You know, we're going to be in line. We're going to be there cheering and all that kind of stuff. So... Really happy. Really excited. Can't wait to get some confirmation. We don't know who's playing what. But, I mean, you got to think. A Marvel movie set in Wakanda, of course, it probably makes sense. The majority of people are going to be, you know, black. But, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that I thought about is, like, I want to make sure that, you know, people take this as an opportunity to go dig into the comics. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got Mm -hmm. two years till February 2018. Yeah. Get them a subscription to Marvel Unlimited. Catch up on Black Panther. Catch up. You yeah. know, start reading Black Panther that's out right now. You know what I mean? Like, dig in. Enjoy. And, you know, like, start to get to know about this character. Because, again, this wasn't something that we were all talking about um, before this. I know there are a lot of people who, if they're honest, they ain't never even heard of Black Panther. I saw on Twitter, wait, we have a black superhero? Like, yeah. just, like serious. Like, wait, this is a thing? And it's yeah. like, yes.
1: Yeah. You know, we've had it for, for years. I looked, up the, I looked up the tag. I'm looking at Black Panther So Lit. And it's incredible. But one of the things that I'm coming across time and time again is somebody who is posting a picture of Black Panther, the comic, yeah. and saying, so I bought my first comic. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that yes. is Yes. Yo, that is so, that feels good. Yes. That feels good. I and like And you
0: that. know what? I'll tell you, as a black person, as a black man, it does feel good to see people from my community getting into the thing Mm -hmm. that I got made fun of when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't always cool to be in the comics when you're, you know, not that it's not, not that it's not a black thing, but it wasn't the cool thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm excited to see people of color, people from the black community getting in the comics and being able to pick up a book And read it and go, there are people who look like me. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to have, you know, my nieces and nephews. Like, I want to buy them all
1: the Black Panther things.
0: Yeah. You know? Uh Like, you got a superhero. You can say, I want to be Black Panther
1: for Halloween. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's (laughs) legit. That's really really exciting. I uh, we we were having a conversation on Twitter before. I, I think it was over the weekend. Maybe we were having a conversation about Jonathan Hickman's run on Avengers and New Avengers, and Jonathan Hickman's run on Avengers and New Avengers. All the stuff that came before Secret War, Secret War, the latest Secret Wars. Right. Um, that was some of my favorite Black Panther action I'm reading that now. It is so cool to but I'm trying to It is that. a lot. It's very it's very dense. It's 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 just a long run. It ran for a very long time. But T'Challa and his conflict inside of the Illuminati, the like super 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 inner sanctum secret layer of the Avengers and each one of them has one of the infinity stones and and T'Challa's conflict with uh, Prince Namor and the conflict between Wakanda and Atlantis is so exciting. And the idea that people can hop in to this character now and have all of that stuff to flip through. It's a good time. Marvel
0: unlimited. It is. Somebody asked on Twitter, they said, Hey, you know, I'm trying to get into comics. I love captain America. Hey man, ten bucks a month for pretty much all of Marvel's back issues. Uh, yeah, and you can't beat that with a stick. Hey that's man, not bad. Ten dollars worth of comics if you went into the comic book store, and of course, go to your local comic book store and support them. Mm-hmm. However, comma, if you got an iPhone, you got an iPad. Yeah. man, ten bucks a month. Yeah, you can go. You can work through every pretty much everything. Black Panther. Yeah. So that's great. That's a good place to start.
1: Uh, transition. Yeah. The news that Michael B. Jordan would potentially be in the Black Panther movie. Um, let's, let's use him as a pivot point. Let's talk about Fox and okay. Fantastic Four. Yeah. And apparently they want to make another Fantastic Four. Come on, guys. Octavius, your thoughts. Come on, man. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it, Fox. Yeah. Well, so like the the sentiment is basically... uh, Fantastic
0: Four number one was not a good movie. The the most recent one. The most recent joint. was
1: Yeah, that was... No, no, no. I I was stuck on a plane and I watched that and that, that was not a good experience. Fantastic Four on a plane didn't care that. Mm-hmm. I think did not care for that. Uh, but, but the cast was good. I like those actors. I like who was in the movie. Tim Heidecker is one of my favorite comedians repping Philadelphia and mm-hmm. temple. Mm-hmm. And Tim Heidecker played, uh, 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 the father of, uh, man, Reed Richards. He, okay. In, in the very beginning of the movie. And I'm like, dude, there's so many people in this, even in small roles. I'm mm-hmm. so excited about mm-hmm. this, man. That was bunk. That was movie. that was trash truck juice. Yes, indeed. That was not good. But they have that cast, and executives from the studio are saying, look, we, we didn't make a good movie. You're right. Straight up. Sure we, we did not make a good movie. That's right. And we would avoid mistakes if we were to do it again. No, no. I'm like, hold no, on. No, no, I'm going to stop you right there. That's the... <laughs> I'm going to stop you Let's right there. Let's not go there, guys. This is the sort of situation where I just desperately want Fantastic Four to be surrendered and give him back to Marvel. Yes. Please. Just take it. Stop. Take it. Just pay attention to the thwipping point, like we talked
0: about before. Yeah. Guys, Fox. You know what? I'm going to save it. Because we got we to we yeah. ask CBJ question that we're going to talk about on that. I
1: think, I think we will address
0: this a little bit later. Ultimately, stop. Nobody wants this. Mm-hmm. Nobody asks for this. And here's the big thing. The guy, who's, what's the dude's name?
1: Simon um, Kimberg. Simon
0: Kimberg goes, yeah, I love the cast. You know, we can, we can try again and try to make it brighter. You know, we wouldn't make it dark, so dark this time. Wait, hold up. How are you going to keep the same cast? And then just change it entirely. When, Mike, when Michael B. Jordan about to go be in Wakanda. Uh,
1: yeah, but yeah, that it's possible. I mean. It's possible, it's, but. Chris Evans be, went from be, uh, Human Torch. It, it, look, both cases were talking Human Torch, in fact. It, Chris Evans uh, went from Human Torch. In the old Fantastic Four movies, and now he's, he's Cap. So listen, if you want the gateway to get into
0: Marvel Cinematic Universe, <laughs> just
1: go play, go, go play, play Human, Human, Torch. Human Torch. If you play Human Torch, you are guaranteed a job in the Marvel Cinematic Universe later.
0: But for real, I mean, my thing is, like, if, <laughs> if you're, mm, in my opinion, if you're smart mm. and you want to sell toys, if you want to work and move forward with, like like, an educated... Like audience. Yeah. You're not gonna want to have Michael B. Jordan Marvel Human Torch and Michael B. Jordan Marvel somebody in Wakanda. Yeah. Like that's bad, that's bad business. Yeah. Like yeah. you you
1: probably wanna like reboot the whole thing or stop. Yeah. I vote stop. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Speaking of, actually, this is a little off, but you mentioned if you want to sell toys, Mm -hmm. uh, did you happen to catch that interview with Shane Black? He was the director of Iron Man 3, and he did an interview with the website Uproxx, and he revealed in Iron Man 3, the original script said the villain of the movie was going to be a woman heard about that yeah and marvel executives we're not talking like director or producer or anything but we're, we're talking like corporation execs uh-huh. who have no hands-on just saying yes you can do this or no you can't do this right they said we're not making this movie with a woman as the villain mm. because that's not going to sell well as a toy well, I went into uh,
0: what? Yeah, I what? Like I, I don't like that. And another thing I don't like, which is a little off topic but still on topic, I go to Target some not some sometimes. And of course when you go to Target, you gotta go to electronics. Uh-huh. You gotta go to the toy aisle. Uh-huh. So I go
1: to the toy <laughs> I aisle. Do, I do this every time, yeah. unabashedly. I was in CVS the other day looking at like an ant man toy. Yeah. <laughs> let me just hit this toy al- toy aisle <laughs> like. real quick. Let me just see what they got. I came in for a Father's Day card. I'm like, let me just scope this Ant Man. See what they got real quick. Let me see. But you
0: know, I'm in the toy aisle and I'm checking out the Star Wars toys and I'm like, "Where's the Ray toy? Yeah, how is there? She is the lead character, co-lead with with uh, Finn, arguably. I guess I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah. No, no Ray toy. Like maybe
1: they're sold out. Sense, nah, (laughs) nah. So yeah, it's not. I, I you know. We shall see, uh-huh. we'll see in that. that, in that Shane black interview. That's something that I recommend checking out in that Shane black interview. He said a lot of the women who were in the movie had larger roles, but they all got cut down wow. along with that same thing, which is that's just BS. And one of the women, one of the women in the movie who had a much larger role, uh, the actress, her name is Stephanie Zostak. Zostak. Okay. I just want to point this out. So she had a much larger role originally in the movie and she plays the character Ellen Brandt and Ellen Brandt is the ex-wife of Theodore Salas. What? Man-Thing. Okay, that's Man-Thing's wife. All right. Okay. Man-Thing's okay. ex-wife. Okay. MCU, it's all connected, baby. All right. It's all connected. Stink you want to find turn. out what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> Taking a turn. He lost me. I, I was reading thing. that. I was like, ooh! That's probably not important to anybody, but that's <laughs> important to me. Hey, it's
0: your number one, of course. That is. Take me to the next topic here.
1: Okay. Let, let's talk about something that's got a lot of conversation about mm. it right now. We had a lot of thoughts. Yeah. We had a lot of people hit us up and ask us what we think. Let's talk about DC's new logo. Mm. How are you feeling on DC's new logo? not feeling it, man. Talk, talk me through this. Like how, there are strong opinions every which way. And no matter what, something new comes out and people are going to be like, I don't know, change is hard, change is hard. But if you were to articulate what you do not like about this logo, what would you do? How how would you do that? So I would say, so when New 52 started, didn't they change the logo? they, They had a new logo in 2011. So it has been five years since they rebooted their whole thing. And didn't they reboot? Then they changed the the logo right around New 52. They they had changed it and that it had the, it was the D and the C together and it was like a comic peeling off.
0: Now, when that first happened, I didn't like it. Same. But I came around. I came to just understand that that's the logo.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: So, my thing about this logo is why? Why are we changing it? And if we're going to change it, I would expect you to change it and make it better. You changed it and made it Worse. So even if your argument, let's say, for example, because I love the DC with the, with the star whoosh, like swinging around. Yeah. Like I like that one. That's yeah. superhero, heroic, da 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 da. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the DC with the peeling, okay, that's cool. I get that. But when you do this, there's just a generic, random pick a font D. And a random pick a font off of a website C and with a blue circle around it, I wouldn't make that and put that on a bare fruit shirt. It makes me wonder. I know they spent thousands.
1: Yeah, because in the press release, they mentioned the the company that they worked with that helped them design this new logo. And it makes me wonder what were those meetings like? It's just not-I used to work for an ad agency. I understand when things go forward that you're like, what? Yeah. If, if if I had my way as the person in this agency, yeah. this wouldn't happen, but I'm not the person paying for it. Sure. So I understand how that stuff happens, but I'm looking at the DC logo and I can understand why people hate it as much as they do. There There are a lot of things happening here that I don't understand. And when you look at the new DC logo compared to all of the logos they've used over the years it's It's bizarre, like what what brought us here? What is the pathos behind it?
0: I'm gonna tell you this as a person who pays people for artwork, yeah, as a person who has worked closely with with you know graphic designers and stuff like that, yeah, this looks lazy, yeah, to me, okay now. I'm not a great graphic designer, but I know a lot of great graphic designers. Yeah, I know a dude. I know a handful of dudes at Creative South who could have killed this, yeah. what, like way better. Like, just you know what? Let me do. Let me. Let me. Let me just bring you into this world a little bit. Google Type Fight, Type Fight, Internet. Yeah, Type Fight. I'm, what, I'm doing this. What Type Fight is is basically where these guys say, "Hey." Illustrator, Illustrator, your letter is L. Oh, make the dopest dope. L. Make the dopest L you can make. Yo. And you put these two; they make the best L they can make. They best to make the best T. The best number so and so. Yeah, man, you could have hired any of these guys, and they would have made a better DC than this. So when you look at Tight Fight, and you, you know, of course, this is you know, a lot of this stuff is very elaborate. And if you even go on Dribble, dot com, mm-hmm. and just look at what some of these guys can do. And when you consume some of this stuff and you see some, some of these amazing illustrators can do, and then you see this, it's questionable. To me, as a person who's seen what some of the great illustrators can do, it just makes me go, how did we get here? And who yeah. approved this? Yeah. There's so much better for you. Like, I want better for you, DC. Yeah. I don't know many people who would be like, yeah. That, th- what that seems like to me is somebody who's doesn't have great taste. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to. It's like, it's, it, this is a matter of taste because I'm not, I'm going to stop ranting on this. You didn't make it better. That's the thing. That's the thing that that's that's I'm confused about. You mm-hmm. you made it worse, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And even if you argue, well, you know, I really like it, but but it's not better.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I I guess it's just subjective to say better. Like when you say better, you you are making a comparison to the way that you feel. This is a personal opinion. Yeah, and and so it's it's it's, it's bad to me. It's, it's yeah, bad. It's well, it's just confusing to me. And and for me, what this is revealing it's too is too generic. I don't I don't feel. Uh, I, I guess I don't have very very strong opinions on on the logo, and I don't really care one way or the other. I see this and it, it makes me say, huh? Why? If a buddy of mine walked up to me and go,
0: check out my l- new logo, what? I'd go. Do you want my opinion? Yeah. Because that's exactly what I would say. Yeah. Like, are you asking me for my opinion or are you just showing me? You just want
1: to show me this. Yeah.
0: Well, I want your opinion. I go, that's trash.
1: Yeah. So this is is coming out. This is going to be unveiled with the new Rebirth books. So the Rebirth books will be the first ones to have this logo on them. I... I don't know. I kind of I, I want to see what it looks like when it's on a book. Yeah. I you know, in a way I can see this on a jacket like on a varsity jacket or something. So, it's yeah. is it's interesting to me. It makes me feel like, I want an, an explanation. I say this all the time. I just want an explanation Nobody as to how it. we and got maybe here. maybe it's a
0: part of the branding, and I'll give it that. Sure. Maybe when we see the full branding, the full package, and when we see the whole, like, vibe and look. Because that is true. You can see one piece and go, mm. And then you can see the piece as a part of the whole and go, Agreed. oh, okay.
1: I see how this can. Yo, but I, but I'm a geek. Like I want to know what that process is like. If you're if you were the designer of the logo for DC, I want to know what went into your mind as you were working on this. I bet there's so many designers out
0: there yeah.
1: that are like, give me half, please. <laughs>
0: give me half. Yeah. Give me a quarter of what you paid them. Yeah. And I will destroy that
1: they are probably no, I'm not, a lot. i not of, talking about me because I'm not that guy. I but bet I know guys. No, I, I work with a lot of designers. I work with a lot of people who have a, a, a creative mind, a creative eye. Mm-hmm. A lot of people here who would probably do this for free. Like, let me just. Yeah, you have. Me a, just I bet you there's. This. I bet you there's a fan who would be like, just if I can
0: just put it in my portfolio to say yeah. that I made DC's logo. Yeah. So, uh, no, and you know what? Let me say this. I mean no disrespect to the person who designed it. Straight up. However, comma, this is my honest opinion, person who designed it, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think it would be right for me to go, yeah, I mean, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, so it's dope. It's like, "Nah, I mean, even though I know there's a human behind that artistry, this is my honest opinion."
1: And and I think the at the at the end of the day, there's not just a human at the, at the, uh, uh, behind this artistry. There are many humans for this, for a giant decision like this. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the product of a massive team of people who then have to turn it into a massive team of supervisors who all have to deliberate and say, yeah, this is the one. Because you, know? you know
0: what? At the, tr- at the end of the day, here's mm-hmm. the big thing for those of you who don't know, in uh, some of you, whatever. This is just, at the end of the day, if I'm hiring you, guess who has to make the decision? Mm. Me. It's you. Yeah. I could pick the whack one. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I could pick the whack one. You could give me, like, you could start off with like, all right, I got three sketches. It's like, okay, cool. Out of three sketches, I like this from one, I like this from three. Combine that. Like, okay, cool. Here's the next revision. Boom, boom. And then you make the next revision. And after that, you go take this out, put this in. I want it more like this, want it more like that. Yeah. And I could take an amazing designer and have him crank out a whack logo. Yeah. Because that's what I want. That's right. You know? So we don't want to jump down the throat of the artist. I apologize if I did that. Yeah. But- you know what I mean? Because a, a, an amazing artist can make something that I think his peers in the community can go, "This is trash." Who made this thing?
1: Every everybody everybody makes anything that is worthy of critique and feedback, yeah. right? And and it's it's nothing if you're not always trying to get get better, yeah. work toward making something even better than what you've made in the past. Because DC likes it. DC likes it. Of course they like it. They spend a lot of money on it and they're putting it on everything Mm. and they, they shed the word comics. So now it embraces the fact that DC is more ubiquitous than comics. Okay. I I get that. I don't really know why we have to spend time on that aspect of things because the last logo didn't say comics either. And I, I don't think the one before that did either, but, uh, yeah, I'm curious. What yeah. I'm what I'm asking for, what I think would be really interesting. I would love a thorough blog post of what was going on. Give me give me the background. Like, <laughs> why this curve? Why this circle? Why this little cut? Why has everything got this little like triangle cut? Like what? What is that? It's is wack. is there a reason behind that? Give me the give me the story. It's whack, man. Yeah. All so right. that that's the thing. We we don't just have a new logo from DC. Mm-hmm. We have a new everything. Rebirth is is changing everything and that means it's changing some of our favorite characters the joker has a new look now do you have an opportunity to check the the new joker coming out in the new batman which begins very soon yeah i did check it out
0: it's a mixture of from what we see mixture of dark knight returns joker yeah and jared leto from suicide suicide squad yeah. Like Dark Knight returns in his white suit.
1: Yeah. He but, he looks very dapper. Yeah. You know, he he looks uh, he looks like a millennial. He's just, I'm like, <laughs> this is this he is he looks a like you. He looks like um, oh man.
0: He looks like you. <laughs> put a white suit on you, put red lipstick on. Dye your hair green. Remember when your hair was pink that one time? Dye <laughs> yeah. your hair green. Hey, Internet, somebody take a picture of Adam Teteris and do this. I started eating
1: quinoa, Batman. <laughs> I've been shopping at Whole
0: Foods, Batman. It looks, you know, take off the glasses, white makeup, black circles around the eyes, red wow. lipstick, green hair. Wow. He's got wow. the same haircut, put wow. a suit on him. It's He's Adam hard. It's Adam Jawbone Teteris. Wow. Yeah. Adam hey. Joker Teteris. Yeah, look.
1: Wow. Do, Whoa. Do, do we have to reboot this episode do we have to do comic book Junto rebirth and do the oh, intro all over again? Change the logo, <laughs> Adam. Change the logo for CVJ. Take the word comics out of it, so now it's just book Junto, right? <laughs> and then do Adam we do Joker. All kinds of books. Yeah, this, we're talking about books, just coloring what, books. Yeah, for, as an example at right. the beginning of the show, we have a new Joker. We got a new look. I'm, I'm feeling it, but you know what? To borrow a phrase from you, and I'm going to use this for a lot of things going forward. I have to see a move. Gotta see a move. I have to see a move.
0: And you know what's funny? Like, I was thinking something very similar, mm. like, seeing. Like so, we're not going to really dig into this, but Idris Elba, there's pictures of him mm-hmm. um, in the um, Watchtower. Wait, wait, not Watchtower. <laughs> uh,
1: no, no, no. It's a uh, Dark Tower. Dark Tower. Dark tower. Tower is with the whole Jehovah's Witnesses giving yeah. you, when you're <laughs> knocking on your door. <laughs> Idris Elba in leftover or what the left behind. He's left behind. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I seen him in the dust
0: and all that. But it's like, yeah. But I want to see a move. Got to see like, a move. So I want to see how they draw him. I want to see how they, you know. Combine the word bubbles with his facial expressions. So I'm kind of reserving my opinion.
1: And this image that we see, by the way, looks the image that we see, this is drawn by Raphael Albuquerque, but he's not going to be the main. Correct. He is okay. not the artist on the book is not the artist on the book i think there are two artists on the book in mm-hmm. fact that are working together mm-hmm. so that's an interesting aspect too the aesthetic that albuquerque puts out is very unique is very is very signature of his thing that's not necessarily how it will look in the panels right but this is a suggestion it seems mm-hmm. i'm feeling it I'm, I'm, i want to see it move we'll, yeah. we'll see how it goes
0: yeah um uh, so On to something that I'm very excited about, Uh but Adam, not so much. (sighs) The Walking Dead. I have a lot to say about this. So Robert Kirkman, who is the writer of The Walking Dead, if you don't know, um, was asked a question about the ending of The Walking Dead. So he was directly asked pretty much in so many words, do you know how it ends? And Kirkman goes, I know exactly how it ends. Exactly. But that's not going to happen for a long time long time. So how do you feel about that?
1: I, this makes me wonder why it's worthy of even saying out loud. The, the news that I see here is Kirkman doesn't plan on ending walking dead for a long time and that's it. Right. That's all. And I should hope that he has had an idea of what a conclusion might look like, what an end game might look like for this story. I have that expectation because he's been working on this for over 10 years. Yeah. For rid- coming up on like 15, right? Ridiculous, long, ridiculous, long amount of time. So I understand that. So this to me is not necessarily news. The news element of it, if anything is to say walking dead is not ending soon. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, for you to say, I know the ending. Oh, it's going
0: to be ending soon? No, it's not ending for the next.
1: Why would you even start with that? Right. Why would you even well, start? Well, somebody with that? asked him. You yeah. Know what I mean, so. Sure. Yeah, sure. It was in an, an, like an AMA on Reddit. Mm-hmm. And I what's an AMA just for people, AMA know? is ask me anything and on reddit.com. I feel like I'm probably the only person who has ever said reddit.com. Reddit I don't think anybody ever just says that. You haven't gone on reddit. Hey, everybody log into www wait, hold up. Everybody it, it, log into it, it, http colon back, backslash backslash www.reddit.com. First off, do you have the internet? Right. Are you logged in? Is it dial up? Yeah. Are you on Xfinity <laughs> or what? So uh, on on Reddit. <laughs> oh no! I just lost my signal on my 56k. Right. Um, if uh, if you use Reddit, you, you are probably familiar with this. An AMA is where someone, some celebrity, some interesting person, some notable figure of any variety. Famous or an, or not, nah, uh, is invited to come and do an interview, and the interviews are pretty cool because they're they're usually like pretty personal. Mm-hmm. Like, let me just hit you straight up with this question, and and sometimes people get back with a pretty personal answer. It's nice. So Kirkman did one, and and this seems to be a promotional effort for the new show, The Outcast, which is an upcoming TV adaptation of Kirkman's comic, mm-hmm. The Outcast. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's talk about Walking Dead. Of course. Yeah. So, when I first saw this story, I wasn't sure if Kirkman was referring to the comic Walking Dead or the show Walking Dead. And it, it seems to me it is confirmed he is talking about the comic book. Yeah. Seems like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't... Is this news? I don't know. Um, I mean, now that we talk about it out loud... Here's what I'm saying about The Walking Dead. Let it die. Okay? They're stop, already dead. Stop Stop walking. They're already dead. Stop walking. Nah. Let it die. I'm enjoying it. It's going to be running for a long, long, long
0: time. Here's my question Am I going to be having a, you know, 20 something year old son or daughter talking about The Walking Dead? Yeah. Talking about, you know, issue 1000 and. So, yeah. So
1: is, is it going to be like the Hardy part
0: Boys? Part of me would necessarily be bad because we don't have anything like that anymore. And that's a good we point. We don't have anything that's run that long.
1: That's a good so, point. That's a good point. In my day, the zombies didn't have jet packs, and we're like all this like future land Walking Dead right stuff. I mean, it looks like Back to the Future. Too. We continue, or we continue
0: to get more and more progressive, and then the Walking Dead gets more and more decrepit. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Like, yeah. we just build this huge, incredible, advanced society and just happens The Walking to Dead just represents, like, primitive. Where we used to be. Yeah. The dangers of, of where we came from. To remind us to never return to that Beware. state. Yeah. All right. Last piece of news. I'm going to eat my hat when I become a fan of that. <laughs> I swear. Adam. When, we're doing, Junto, like when we're, we're doing Comic Book Junto When we were doing Comic Book Junto 10,000 I'm going to be like, I can't believe I finally became a big Adam, Adam,
0: I'm not going to keep telling you now uh, uh, Why did I become Southern all of a
1: sudden? But, well, now, I'm not going to keep
0: telling you to uh, uh, Stop drooling on uh, On the computer now I didn't
1: want to watch the show now I didn't want to watch the walking Dead now
0: <laughs> that's how. That's
1: what I sound like when I'm in my 80s, right? You know? yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Adam, you got to watch. This is what the people want. <laughs> you got to give them what they want now. And this, is, this we are going to be recording comedy from our front porch, right? In like, our... rocking chairs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Oh man. Mm-hmm. All right. Last piece of news: New York City Comic Con, which, Lord willing, we will be going to if all works out well. Um, they got some news about the new way they're going to be. Um, Having people sign up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Something along the lines of needing to make a profile for yourself yes. so that we have, I guess, photo ID and some way to verify that you are, in fact, a real person.
0: Right. And I think they're trying to avoid scalping tickets. So, yeah. pretty much every single human being who wants to go to New York City Comic Con, that's an adult, has to sign up for an individual profile. And even if you're buying tickets for someone else, that someone else has to have a profile. Mm-hmm. You have to buy those you have to create that profile starting on this Friday, May 20th, yeah. and sometime in June. I think it's June 13th. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I believe so. June 13th is when the cutoff date is. So if you want to go to New York City Comic Con, whether you're going press, whether you're going, someone's buying a ticket for you, you got to go online and you have to make this profile. So mm-hmm. even when someone's buying a ticket for you, they're going to have to have your name and your email, the to access your profile.
1: The idea of being here, save the tickets for the fans, the people who really want to be there. Right. Like me right. and Adam. Yeah. We really want to be there. And I don't and want to have to fist fight nobody online over no. buying a ticket. No, it would be a real bummer if we don't get a ticket because someone bought a dozen of them yeah. so they can resell them for exorbitant prices. Right. There is a quote from uh, the vice president of the guy who's going to be overseeing this this new like uh, ticket selling operation. This guy's name is Lance fish fensterman and he says new york comic-con has now become one of the largest ticketed events in the city and as spider-man would say with great power comes great responsibility and how let's see how it works i hope this works without a hitch yeah but it seems like a a, a nifty idea to me so
0: internet hear me
1: don't forget tomorrow because you're going to be
0: listening to this in the future, mm-hmm. if you're listening to it on Thursday, the 19th, tomorrow you need to go online and create your profile so that you can go get these tickets. If you don't create a profile, when the tickets go on sale, you're not going to be able to buy them. Don't be salty. Mm-hmm. Do the profile, set an alarm in your phone so you can join us at, comp- um, comp- In the um comp- yeah, you can join us at, New York City Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So, public service announcement from the Power Man Iron Fist of podcasting.
1: Fiddle faddle, right? I'm the Power Man, of course. Of course, yeah, obviously, because yeah, yeah. you look like a most. That's right. That's right. All right, last piece of news before we move on, something that I want to cap this off before we get into uh, our talk back or our book of the week. Um, we've, we've made mention of, of figures, of icons who have passed away before uh, when we, we've done the show. And I just want to take a little bit of time and say, it's probably not news to you now because this took place over the weekend, but Darwin Cook, legendary comic book illustrator, man writer, Darwin Cook, has passed away. He was only 53 Mm. and he died. Yeah. And he, he, from cancer, Mm -hmm. he had cancer and it was announced that he was uh, in, in a pretty bad way the night before. And the following day he passed away. I I believe that morning. Mm -hmm. And uh, that sucks. Darwin cook is my favorite illustrator in comics. Um, He did DC's new frontier. He got his start. Which is gorgeous! It's my favorite version of a lot of those characters, mm-hmm. like Hal Jordan and Wonder Woman. I, very it's just big cheesy love. smile. Yeah, that's his look. He's yeah. very clean lines. It's like WB animation style. Very similar. Yes, Bruce Tim is the the animator and illustrator who did all of you know the Batman animated series, and they they share a style: big eyes, hard jaws, that kind of thing. Right? It's very iconic. I actually I have some of the figures. Yeah. 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 Probably some, probably like Bruce Tim and Darwin Cook style mm-hmm. figures. Dar- the Darwin Cook styles. Yeah. Darwin Cook got his start with the Batman animated show. He actually worked on the intro, the, the theme in that classic. intro animation, which is classic. Yes. And he did incredible work his work was not very prolific, but when he did it, it was amazing. His stuff with the novel turned into a comic. Parker is amazing. If you yeah. haven't checked out the Parker series, it's it's fantastic. Uh, new frontier is fantastic. Um, he did a run with Ed Brubaker on Catwoman, and there are two trade paperbacks, real thick trade paperbacks. And he's got like incredible, incredible talent. That sucks. It hurts to lose that, that, that person if you don't own any Darwin Cook stuff, anything that he's made, you know, go to your local shop, check it out, see if they've got stuff in, in, in stock and pay homage. I think he's some of the best comics. Some of my favorite comics were made with that man, by that man. Mm. Um, and it's a shame to lose him. So I, on the day that, that we did lose Darwin Cook, I cracked open some brewbaker Catwoman. I was reading New Frontier. I was just thinking, I'm glad we have it. Yeah, I'm glad we have it.
0: Yeah, and it's a, you know it makes you think about your legacy as well. Makes mm-hmm. you think about your how you're going to affect your circle of influence mm-hmm. because <clears throat> tomorrow's not promised for anybody, Mm-mm. and none of us are immortal. And you know what we do while we're here is going to um, kind of be what's left over. Mm-hmm. So you know it's 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 awesome to be able to have something that's going to be able to touch and encourage people and be passed down the generations afterwards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of love to Darwin Cooks family. Um, mm-hmm. Sad for you, but I, I hope you have peace. Uh, he was incredible. Darwin, thank you for everything that you gave us. Yep. Thank you infinitely. And I will continue sharing all that stuff with, with new fans and old fans alike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the point where we should get into a little talk back. All right. So, this is the point where we talk back to you. The internet. So we use... In a good way, by the way. Not that like, don't talk back to me. Wash your freaking mouth. No, in a good way. Like a good conversational way. Yeah. yeah. See how his tone went down a little bit? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, more trench. We're not trying to give you lip. We're just trying to talk. Watch yourself, though. (laughs) But watch your back. Watch it.
0: Um, So, yeah. So, if you want to talk back to us, you can send us an email at comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. That's Mm -hmm. B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T dot com. Or you can use the hashtag AskCBJ on Twitter. That's right. All right. So, let's get into it. Um, First thing, we wanted to say thank you to everybody who gave us the anime recommendations. Yeah, we got a lot of those. Yeah, from last week, last week, episode 20, we were talking about, um, what we know about anime and. You know, a little bit about oh man, I don't exactly know what's what. Yeah, so um, a lot, a, a few of you guys shot us some recommendations, so we just wanted to say thank you.
1: That's right. Uh, specifically, I want to shout out Jay Samuel McAnally and Fizz versus the World. Both of you guys on Twitter hit us up with suggestions, long yeah. lists of suggestions. Yeah, I got a lot of tear through now. One I forgot that I already watched was Samurai Champloo.
0: Oh, it's like, Champloo's of course, so yeah, good. I forgot about that one. That was so dope. Good. Yeah, like I said, I watched a lot of stuff and I didn't go this is anime i'm watching it's mm-hmm. like i'm just watching cool stuff mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. didn't put together that this is anime so shout out to you guys thank you now let's go with our first question what
1: we got okay so this one comes to us from alexander Duval, and he asks an interesting one this one's a bit of a curveball one that uh, i don't think i've ever attempted to answer before so we're gonna find out how we do with this one alexander asks what are your least favorite superheroes and why least like i mean we we talk about our most favorite all the time and by that i mean we talk about man thing all the time everybody man thing man thing man thing we're all talking man thing and it's easy for me to think about that but when i'm thinking about my least favorite i think the first thing where my mind goes is who's most hyped up who has the most hype that i don't understand that's where my brain is for me it's deadpool Really? Yeah. I don't get it. Wow. I just don't get it. Like, Deadpool is so beloved. Deadpool is such a fan favorite. Mm. I Just nothing with him on it gets me going. Nothing. I love Deadpool. And I really like, like, we talked about the movie. I loved the way they made that movie. I have so much respect for the people who understand mm-hmm. that character and that audience. I'm, I'm to the moon and back. I'm just impressed with how that movie was made. But, mm. I'm just not on this train, man. Really? I'm not on the train. No. So I feel like that's, if I need to think a long time about this question, but that's one of the easiest things I can think of is who's got so much hype that you just don't understand. Yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. What about you? I have no idea. Really? Come on. Like take us who, who's just like, not interesting. You know, you see a book and you see it over and over and over. I'm just never going to pick that book up. No. Not into you.
0: You know, I I think it might have a lot to do with my personality that when it comes to comic books and geek stuff, I don't really spend a whole lot of time on what I don't like.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? So Yeah, I mean you can't really, you can't afford to. You gotta budget yeah, up the things so you're gonna pick up. I don't I don't really
0: have a whole lot of experience with stuff I don't like. Yeah. You know, so as I'm thinking
1: power lines. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah yeah. i did not
1: like that that was, a, that was our a failed book of the week a couple of weeks back yeah Power well Alliance. you know you gotta go for, try stuff and, uh-huh. and sometimes you don't like it mm-hmm. you but, miss every shot you don't take that's true
0: <laughs> um but i'm sitting here i'm trying to think of like stuff i don't like yeah and everything that's coming to my mind there's a certain level of oh that's not bad Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, you could you defend it. Oh, this, you it if oh, this person's it. cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. I don't have a visceral uh. I don't have but you know what? Uh, and I've been I've been fighting not to say this. Okay. But I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Superman, man. Really? It's like a little bit, but that's even still, it's like, nah, no, nah, but I like Superman. Oh, he's really dope. What but goes th- into it? Like the part of Superman that's this, like we've talked about it on the show many times before mm. this, just do the right thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's his attitude and how he's represented. Sometimes mm-hmm. that He's an, the boy scout that he's the
1: golden me. man.
0: Yeah. You know, it, it just annoys me because like when you're, when I am living my life and I have a problem, I have an issue, I have a circumstance, I have a difficulty yeah. and I have the matter of fact person. It's like, yo, shut up, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're not being helpful. <laughs> Like that person <laughs> annoys saying, me. Yeah, like, I know how we can defeat this alien. I'm from Crypto. Yo, shut up, man. You know?
0: Just like, shut up. Show it like, off.
1: Just the person who just has the it's
0: easy. Just it's like, man, like I can't relate to that person. Uh huh. Um, but at the same time, I do like Superman. And it wouldn't, and it's not an appropriate answer to what the question is.
1: Like, can I ask you a question that, that that might not lead anywhere, but I'm curious. Okay. Superman's attitude doesn't really do it for you, mm-hmm. right? I wonder, is it possible that Superman, more than most characters, more than any other character, is not aware of his privilege? Okay. Does that affect you? Is that, is that something you feel? I think
0: Superman, the way he's represented sometimes, because I can't say that I have like, really dug down deep into Superman, mm-hmm. he lacks self-awareness. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, And people who lack self-awareness are annoying to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people who are like arrogant, yeah. And you can't tell them they're arrogant. Yeah. People who are know-it-alls, and you can't tell them the know-it-alls. Yeah, it's one thing for you to be arrogant and you receive feedback well. Yeah, you know, it's another thing for you to have the same ailments and the same issues, but someone can talk to you. Sure. But a person who you can't tell them nothing. Yeah. And they know everything. Yeah, And they lack the self-awareness and the humility to go, maybe, you know, maybe I'm not right. Or, you know what, matter of fact, no, nah, no, nah, think about it. Hey, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Because I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. Like, that's annoying to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I hear you. And I think maybe it's that, that version of Superman. That's the version of Superman that makes me go, man, get this dude out of here. <laughs> like, I don't want to read this. Like I don't want to. Like I'm. I'm not interested. Yeah. In the know it all. Everything's easy. Everything's su- like. So what? Like what's your what's your problem? Yeah. Like what what's the big issue? Mm-hmm. Like Lois Lane's falling off the side of the building. Well, swoop down there and go get her. Get it's her. easy. Yeah. Like nothing's hard for you. So maybe I haven't put it together in those words. But maybe it is the privilege. It's just that nothing's hard for you, so what are you crying about?
1: Yeah, sure. Like, what's hard? I mean, maybe it was that whole thing where his home planet blew up and his parents are dead. Yeah, everybody's parents are dead, though. (laughs) Yeah, everybody's parents
0: are dead. And I think that's the situation where Batman would look at you like, oh, your parents are dead. Oh, boo-hoo. Oh, I'm so sad, (laughs) and I'm super strong, and I can fly, and I'm handsome, and I got the swirl on my hair, and look at my cape and my You're hating on the swirl now. And everybody everybody loves me, and they write about me, and you know what I'm saying? It's like, Poor you. And and not that I'm talking about it out loud. People like
1: that, I don't want to hear it. Uh-huh. I don't want to hear your complaints. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. want to hear it. This is good, actually. I, <laughs> I feel like the more that I think about this question, the, the more I'm going to think of characters that fit the script. Like, I, no, I'm, I'm not about you right now. Yeah. And as I'm thinking about this right now, I'm like, Cyclops, shut up. <laughs> shut up. And Gambit, too? What? What? What's up with you? you what just, is this? Is what, super, what's on your head, Gambit? Is your superpower just that you're too cool? You're too cool. You just show up and just be cool? No, no. You look but, like a cigarette ad. But just get out of here. What are your least favorite
0: superheroes
1: and why? <laughs> I love that question. I don't think that. I think basically what you did is you just got to start it up in here. <laughs> no, but I, I legitimately like this question. I feel like this is something you do not see coming. You haven't had a lot of preparation for it. And it makes you think, what are the things that you don't, what are the things you dislike in a character Mm -hmm. and why try to dig that up? Yeah. And for me, it's maybe a little lazy because the th- reason I don't like Deadpool is the humor doesn't really mesh for me, and I don't understand why everybody likes it. Mm-hmm. So you may as well, for me, you may as well say Deadpool is family guy. The humor doesn't really mesh family for me. Family guy's hilarious. I don't like it. I don't man, like it. The humor doesn't you. mesh, but I, everybody likes it. Yes. And I'm just like, everybody just, except you. Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> Changas. I'm like, man, come on. Kimi Changas. Shush. It's great. You shush. Go back to that having your mouth sewn up thing.
0: No, that's not, okay. Next question. Yeah, no. Move on. Crazy. Move on. All, all right.
1: right, what's all right the next our, one? our next question comes to us from Fizz versus the world. Yeah. Shout out to Fizz. You were the ones who give us a lot of anime recommendations. Thank you. And you say, uh, do you have any thoughts on the hashtag two female dust ups regarding Nancy Drew and Iron Man three? Now, Iron Man three thing. Is oh, we talked a, about a that, little yeah. bit of what I mentioned yeah. with that interview with Shane Black and how he was forced to change the script of the movie and the female or the, uh, the woman lead, the woman villain and how messed up that is. Are you familiar with that? The hashtag two female? No. Upset? No. You got to right. explain this to me. Super quick digest version. Nancy Drew, the book series. Very popular. Nancy drew was being optioned as a television show and it was reported that CBS, the network passed on the show, citing the reason that they did not want to sign the show for the network for a season as it was quote too female. That's whack. Yeah. What's that mean? What's that mean? Have we, you, here's what I want. To have know. you seen an episode of Grey's anatomy? What does that mean?
0: Like, I don't even know what to say to that because it's just like, you didn't say anything unless I just take it the most offensive way possible. There's nothing actionable. You see, here's the thing. There's Mm -hmm. nothing actionable with that. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that goes, oh, it's too much of this. And if you get rid of that and give me more of this, it's more appropriate unless you just get extremely offensive and Uh say exactly the way it sounds. It's too female. The solution is take less, take more females away, add more males, and then it'll be good. And it's like, I'm going to assume you're not saying that, but then every other way I go doesn't make any sense. So it's
1: like, no, that's what you meant. I'm like... There's no way to take that except being offended. Y'all know women make up 51% of the population of the Earth. The Earth. <laughs> like, like we know this. Right. The whole Earth. We know this. Will Smith has taught us this. Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh so how, how do you earth. how do you ignore that majority, literal majority of people? And the franchise, Nancy Drew, is 80 years old. 80 plus years. And it's still around. You know what it is. I know what it is. I know I. I wouldn't mind seeing how this gets updated because we haven't had that. Mm -hmm. And look, if it comes down to it, we haven't had a lot of original show ideas in a long time. Yeah, everything's getting rebooted. Yeah, why not uh, take a stab at something that is, you know, successful and interesting and hasn't had its time in in the limelight for some years. What I need, what I need you to do is to be more aware of what you're going to say
0: before you say it and think it through a little bit more. um, Because to say something's too female, like I said, it's not even actionable. Insane. you, You can't, you can't do anything with that. All the only way you can take that is offensive.
1: Yeah. It's too black. Yeah. So no, what, like, what am I supposed to do with that? Yeah, ninety percent black people in in Black Panther. is too black. This too movie's black. too black. I don't think anyone's gonna want to buy that. This, this is a show about a woman where she talks to other women. Too much. That's that's a little too much, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So look, Get the males in there to break that up. Thoughts on this? I'm 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 frustrated by this. Yeah, because it it appears to I need me, explanations. Yeah, and I'm especially frustrated right now because uh, Agent Carter got canceled. ABC canceled Agent Carter. I honestly never watched Agent Carter. That Marvel show was awesome. I really enjoyed that show. And one of the reasons I love that show is because Peggy Carter is a great... Woman, she's a great female lead. She's very strong and interesting, and it's it's frequently a part of her character and drive uh-huh. that she knows that she is oppressed by the people around her, and she is just gonna she, she, she's she's not gonna move. You move, right? It, that whole pit, right, that whole right, speech right. from Civil War, right? And it was great television. It was really fun. It was exciting. And I'm upset that it's gone. And now that we have this news, the idea that there was a a new show coming down the line and the reason that we didn't even give it a chance is because it skewed too female for their schedule. What does that mean other than you don't like seeing women on TV? Mm -hmm. I don't get it. This is very frustrating to me. I don't understand. And then CBS turned around, they announced uh, a slew of new television shows and all of them are about men staying at home and having to watch over the kids. And how crazy is that? Mm -hmm. I'm like, come on. And you know, here's something I want to
0: say, internet, it's important to support the things that you value and you love with your likes, Mm. with your views, Mm -hmm. with your retweets, with your reposts and with your dollars, with your time, Mm -hmm. you know, like, because the truth of the matter is, a lot of the ways that people justify things is by looking at the numbers. Look at the numbers. Yeah, the numbers say they, they know. T- they tell no lies. So lines. what we want to do is we want to remove that excuse. Yeah, we want we we want to we want to be above that. Uh-huh. We want to be able to say Tana nehisi Coates, Brian Stillfries. What's the, la- the, young, the young lady's name? The Kilt Colorist, Laura Martin. Laura Martin, number one book in 2016. We the best. So so what now? We the best, you know. Like, what's, what's your excuse? Like, the, so now when you look at the numbers, there is no excuse. You have to just bold face, do something wild. Like, you can't use the numbers excuse. It seems so, to me. It seems I'm not to me trying to say this is our fault. That's not what I'm saying. No, I'm more so saying, put your money, put your time, yeah, put your likes, put your retweets, put your reposts. Use your voice to communicate. Hey, I like this. Mm-hmm. I want more of this mm-hmm. because. That's what a lot of times the
1: big dogs, they pay attention to that. Share the things you love, right? Share the things you love. And that's what's frustrating to me about this story. This had potential to be loved by someone and it it doesn't have the opportunity now because I guess it was extrapolated out that not enough men would like it. Man, I just don't get it. I do not get it. So this is very frustrating to me. I'm glad this came up in the conversation because this is a mess. And that Iron Man 3 thing, come on. Yeah. I need more Ellen Brandt, the former wife of Theodore Salas. All man right. Next, next question. I need more Ellen Brandt. Okay. All right. Tune into my Ellen Brandt podcast. Where I'm just going to talk about the 15 minutes she got in Iron Man three. Thank you for that, Adam. <laughs> of course. The internet appreciates you. <laughs> okay. We got one more. We All got right. one more. This one comes to us from the dancing Panda. Uh, he asks, uh, hashtag ask CBJ. Do you want Fox to succeed? No. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you finish. Go ahead. No, go on. Do you want Fox to succeed or fail hard yes. enough that X-Men reverts to Disney? Yes. All uh, right. You, you gave me a no. You gave me a yes as well.
0: So Guide me. am I wishing on a star for failure? Yeah. For the sake of just being uh, like <laughs> just rude and mean? Oh, I no. wish.
1: Oh, I wish this Lord, fails.
0: please, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus on high. Oh, God, if you could just... Ah, God, right now, cause a a, a failure to happen,
1: like it no. makes me wonder what kind of failure are we talking about here? No, you' just saying write
0: another flop. No, no, I'm not wishing that, so yeah. th- let's get the jokes out of the way. No, mm-hmm. I don't wish ill mm-hmm. on anybody mm-hmm. because those are people who have jobs, those are people who have families, they bought those rights fair and square. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so I'm about justice, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. the right thing to do like. I don't want anybody to lose their job. You know what I'm saying? I just, understand. Just because I you want... You come at this very pragmatic. Just because I want to see great movies, it doesn't mean that Fox has to, like, lose money. Yeah. You'd be a fool to give up X-Men. Yeah. You'd be a fool to give up Fantastic Four. What are you, stupid? Yeah. Like, man, you see all these movies out here? We gonna get this money. Like, no. I understand. So, no. I don't wish failure... Do I sometimes in my heart, when I saw a bad Fantastic Four movie, was I like, ooh, maybe we, oh, okay. You know, and I hear that, you know, this, like, when I, so uh, part of it, I'd be lying if I said, yeah, there's a piece of me that wants it. What I really want to see is them play nice. Yeah, That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I want the whipping point to happen.
1: My, my sense is this. Do, do I want them to fail? No. What I want is great movie. Yes. So I I, I want,
0: I want one entire cinematic universe. Yeah. That's what I want. And I want to see these studios work together for the greater good. I want, I want a mutual benefit for everybody. I want both studios to win and I want us to win.
1: Yeah. Yes. That's the best way you could possibly put that. I want them to win. I want us to win. I want them to redefine success because if right now success is we have enough money to keep making these movies no, that's not working for me. Yeah. I want them to think harder about what success looks like. Expand your framework. Yeah. Integrate into an existing universe. If you would like to do that, because that's going to reward the fans and potentially give us a lot of new great stuff. And it's probably going to give all of y'all more money. Yo. And what is the benefit of keeping this franchise sequestered right now? Like how many times, how many chances do you have to mess up? Before you realize like, mm, because you probably because it's show business. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I do think that there
0: is a piece where it does come down to dollars. It does come yeah, down to business. Course, do these course. people do, are, are, do these people care about these properties? Sure. Of course they do. Yes. Yeah. But I also think it's like, well, why would we give up the property and lose money? Right When we can make money, like we own, we own own this thing. That's a business decision. This this is a part of our assets. We own it. So we're going to try to make as much money off of it as possible. So if you want it back from me, unless you're going to give me a bazillion dollars, no, I'm not giving it back to you. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have to make me an offer I can't refuse. You're going to have to make a deal. So that means we're going to have to have humility for both sides. But what I want to see happen is I want to see these studios go, listen, we want to make money but we also want to make the fans happy, which will make us more money. Yep. If you make us happy, we will give you more money. So that's what I want to see.
1: Yep. 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 It's to answer the question explicitly. Do I want to see them fail? No, I want them to win and I want us to win. So, I think we need to strategize about how that happens because clearly whatever we were doing in the first place is not working. So I would love for us to redefine success in terms of fantastic four as a franchise. I know that you can make good stuff. I yeah. know Fox has it in their power to yeah. make good stuff. So yeah, I, wanna- I just want to see, it's not about making
0: good stuff. It's about making the best stuff you can make. Yes. And that's what I want to see. So that's my answer. Okay. It's not about good It's about best. And I think you can do more together if you Voltron together. Form up like Voltron. than you can separately Mm -hmm. because Marvel Studios is making amazing movies, but there's a part of their universe they can't fully execute on because Mm -hmm. they don't have access. There's a barrier. Look, I think the world would agree that Marvel Studios is doing better with these properties than you guys are. Yeah. And you guys can't fully execute with what you got. Yeah. Bring it together and make something better. And and I'm and I'm telling you, if you add value to the fans, if you make the fans happy, they will pay you for it. We see that. Uh-huh. We will spend our money. You don't have to twist our arm. No. If no, you no. put the X Men together with the Avengers, you We're already gonna do it. Yeah, you got my like, money. You've already got our money. Mm-hmm. Look,
1: I mean, so anyway, beating a dead horse. I just want them to get it right. Onto the pool list. Yeah. On to the pool list. Okay. Pool list today. I have uh, I picked up a lot of interesting ones today. Uh, so I'm wondering what kind of, I'm always curious what kind of crossover you and I are going to have, you know, like what books we both picked up without talking about it, apart from the book of the week. But today, on the top of the day, I picked up Civil War 2, Zero. That's hard to say. Civil War 2, Issue Zero. So I picked that up. I'm excited to see where that goes. I don't know if you've opened up that book at all, Ock, but the artist, uh, Oliver uh, Co- Coipel is unbelievable. I'm really excited for that. Also, um, on the request of of one of our listeners, and I need to look up who actually mentioned this, I picked up issue number one of Future Quest, Hanna-Barbera Future Quest. And I'll be real with you, I have no idea what to expect with this, but I like the artwork a whole lot. I don't recognize... Any of the names on the front of the book, except Space for, Ghost, except for Jordy Belair, for the oh. for the creative team. Jordy Belair is the colorist, and I, I like her work a lot. And Space Ghost, mm-hmm. I'll pick up anything that's got Space Ghost on it. Space Ghost show uh, on Adult Swim. Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Yes, yeah, I'm hoping that I'm, I'm hoping for a little bit of of that. Picked up uh, one of our books of the week: Power Man and Iron Fist number four, also Spider Man number four. We are going to get to that momentarily. I picked up Preacher number one free comic. Uh, looking forward to the the show coming out on Sunday on AMC. So Vertigo is, is given out or DC is giving out free issues of preacher number one, which is a reprint of Garth Ennis and Steve Dillon's book, which is pretty dope. Uh, most importantly, I picked up the Marvel team up Spider-Man and the man thing. Mm. This is written by Chris Claremont and drawn by John Byrne. I'm just saying This is my favorite version of man thing as an illustration. John Byrne has the best man thing. Okay. The best. Okay. That's good stuff. And Chris Claremont is known primarily for his work with X-Men, a lot of exposition in this book. Very good stuff. I met Chris Claremont at Locust Moon Festival here in Philly and West Philly. And I talked to him about man thing and uh, I'm expecting your call. Mr. Claremont balls in your court. Okay. Okay. Ball's in your court. All right. That's all I'm going to say about that.
0: I don't know what that means, but all right. So here's what I got. I got the Preacher John, the Mm -hmm. free one. Mm -hmm. Grab that. I got Civil War two zero. I got Deadpool Last Days of Magic number one. So I'll let you borrow that when I'm done, and <laughs> I'm interested in that.
1: I got Old Man Logan number. Hold s- up! First of all, how many books does Deadpool have? Every time you have a Deadpool book, it's a different subtitle.
0: Hey, hey. <laughs> I had no intention of buying this book until I walked in there and I saw it, and I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadpool's on the cover. Doctor Strange. Let's see what's going on. There. Okay. Mm-hmm. Old Man Logan number six. Mm-hmm. Power Man and Iron Fist number four. And Spider-Man number four. That's right. So, book of the weeks, weeks
1: Books of the week. We're going to do two. I think we're going to start with Power Man. Yeah. Because we, there's, there's plenty of conversation to have with both of these. But as you will see, I believe, over the, the, the next however many minutes, uh, one of them really captured our attention. Um, and I'm excited to get into that. We're talking like reading the comic and being like, oh, Oh, God. Oh, my God. Let's get right into it. It's exciting. It's very exciting. So, So, Power Man, Iron Fist, number four. Just so you know, spoilers. Spoilers. If you haven't read these books, stop
0: listening, Mm -hmm. read them, then come back. We are over the spoiler wall. You guys know what it's hitting for. If you don't know what spoilers means, Google it. Basically, it means we're about to spoil this for you. So... Let's get into it. Mm -hmm. Gut Reactions on Power Man and Iron Fist, number four.
1: Gut Reaction, Power Man and Iron Fist, number four. Again, this book is really good to look at. I really enjoy it a lot. I have a lot of fun with it, with the characters. This issue in particular, not my favorite issue. I think there were a lot of opportunities, or there, there were a lot of panels when when jokes were just like jammed in there, like one after another, after another, after another. I'm thinking of when Black Mariah kept coming up with different names for mm-hmm. Iron Fist mm-hmm. that yeah. were wrong. Hong Kong Fooey, yeah. Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Grip. And, yeah, Kung Fu Grip. And and I was, con <laughs> sh- yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I'm
1: laughing about it, but at the same time, like, I don't know, it just kind of felt, like it, it got shoved in there really quickly the the pacing of this was kind of interesting um it, it it's not my favorite issue in the series yet but it's still really fun and the exposition about Jenny in the very beginning the prologue the story of Jenny Royce there's a lot happening in this that I feel like oh I'm curious why we didn't get any of that in former issues because we got all of it and the conclusion in this one. It was almost as if we got to issue four. And suddenly the realization was, oh, wait, hold up. Before we tie up this plot arc, I, I forgot to tell you this thing. And let me tell you this thing. Okay. Continue back to the story. So I'm having a lot of fun with the book. It's still very, very, very worth picking up. Uh-huh. But uh, it wasn't wasn't my absolute favorite. Okay. Although highlights... Is Luke Cage finally agreeing <laughs> that they're back together as a team. Yeah. And uh, this little panel where he says, okay, yeah, sure. Back together. <laughs> Iron Fist is like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He like finally got his day. I think that uh,
0: this book, for me, actually, the story was really, really interesting. Yeah. You know? Because like we're, we're what I'm seeing is a story about pain and how undealt with pain, how undealt with hurt. Mm-hmm. And how close friends can hurt you mm-hmm. really, really deeply. Yeah, and if you don't deal with it, you can turn into a monster. Ha!
1: Come on, somebody, see if you were listening. Okay, uh-huh, okay, yeah, you okay. caught what okay. I said there. Well, but to illustrate that for me. Where, where are you coming at this? So
0: from? basically, you know, we've got we've got Jenny, who's the bad guy, right? Yeah. She's got this um, necklace on, super soul stone. Yeah, the super soul stone's making her all crazy. You know what I mean? And It gives her all this power. And the only thing that can um, defeat it is something that is greater than the power that it gives. Yep. So we're seeing the motivation from Jenny basically being, look, my friends, they be dirty. You know, I've been weak. And they give us all that backstory about who Jenny was. Jenny, you know, ended up getting, you know, in a relationship with this guy who was abusive to her. So she started dating um, Crime Buster. And after that, Crime Buster started, like, abusing her. And then she went to jail. That's heavy. And after she went to jail... You know, she's this small weakling and she meets a black Mariah and black Mariah and her become friends and all
1: that kind of stuff. I really like seeing that the way that they became friends yeah. when they were in prison. Yeah. I, I like seeing Jenny helping black Mariah with her GED. Right. And like the way that they just kind of form up and, and Mariah e- even defending
0: a... her like in physical altercations and stuff like yes,
1: that. Yes. I appreciated
0: that. I appreciated and, that. And then the whole thing being like, man, when we get out, it's about to go down. Mm-hmm. Right. So deep down inside, what's going on here is Jenny is like, I'm hurt. I'm hurt by the fact that crime buster beat me up. I'm hurt by the fact that, you know, I killed my boyfriend. You can't imagine like, you know, mm-hmm. like she was possessed at the time. So she didn't feel like she has control over her life. She feels weak. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in jail because of some, I didn't even have control over myself to stop. Yeah. You know? So like, That's there's, a lot. A, there's a lot, there's a lot of pain there. And then, you know, regardless of whatever the reason is, you're in jail because Danny and Luke, you feel abandoned. Yeah. You feel not taken care of. Mm-hmm. So when you finally get power for the first time, you're going ham sandwich. Yep. You're going off, you know? And a lot of the things that she's saying is like, you know what I mean? I'm strong. I'm strong and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just getting started. And, you know, what there's this one part. What does she say? She's like, um, I'm trying to find it right here. Out of control. I've never been more in control. Um, this is exactly what it's supposed to be.
1: Um, hold on, internet. I know this is great. Uh, this is great radio. So this is Thanks some of the you. best radio. Yeah. Be, well, so uh, while you're looking, one of the things that I want to note is the, the uh, explanation about how to beat the Super Soul Stone Like, is to find something that is stronger Than the strength, the stone grants. Yeah. And is this seems like an interesting conversation around what is strength? Where does it come from? It is. It's not physical strength Mm -hmm. per se. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the strength of courage. It's the strength of uh, admitting vulnerability. It's Mm -hmm. the strength of uh, being committed and loyal to a friend. It's really like love. Yeah. It's it's like like the love that is what broke the spell, so to speak. Legit. So she goes,
0: "Um, you're my friend. Why do you want me to be weak? Yeah. So I'm reading this and I'm going, oh, okay. That's what this is. Like, she's like, I have power. And there's even this point, like, oh, no, the power, where is it going? Like, she doesn't want to let go of the power because yeah. she finally feels like she's got something here. Yeah. And it does take, it does take a friend going up to her and going, hey, look, mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. You know? But I mean, like, it's all good. Like, and I'm sitting here seeing you at your worst. I'm seeing you destroy everybody. I'm seeing you act crazy. You know what I mean? Black Mariah was a good friend to her when she was like, like even you got to think Jenny did a lot of stuff. Mariah's like, oh, we didn't talk about this. And um, this isn't what we thought this was going to be. Yeah. And it makes me think about your friends, like your real friends. When you see their worst side, like how are you going to act? Because sometimes when you see your friend's worst side, that's when they need you the most. Yes, Yes. You know, they need you to go, You've seen the depths of my heart and I love you the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you see me at my worst and you love me, love me the same. Like knowing, cause a lot of people want to be loved. and A lot of people want to be known. Mm-hmm. Like I want you to know me and love me. Mm-hmm. I don't just want you to love me for the version of me that I'm presenting. No. I want
1: you to know me deeply and still love me anyway. That's right. So Th- that's a really good point. Um, and I wonder if comics, man, they're deep. They are deep. Um, I wonder if the relationship that we see in these first four issues between Black Mariah and Jenny is. I wonder if this is foreshadowing the kind of relationship discovery, exploration that we're going to see between Luke and Danny. Like seeing this, there's no coincidence that we have two friends teaming up against two friends. There's no coincidence that we're seeing relationship explored all in the while we're seeing these two superheroes who used to run around and it was the best of times ever. And they're trying to figure out where they are relative to one another and how they integrate into each other's lives once again, whether or not they do that. So I'm curious if, if we're going to see this sort of exploration of their relationship down the line, and one of the things that makes me feel optimistic about seeing that in the story, the way that they hang out, the way that they take care of each other, the way that they know each other. One of the things that makes me optimistic about that, that possible trajectory is the very last panel in this book doesn't say the end, usually at the end of an arc, right, it'll right. say the end. This one says the beginning. Yeah. So, okay, this is it. This is how Luke and Danny reform come back together as being best friends and move on to the next chapter of, of whatever it is that they do together. That's exciting. I'm I'm really excited about that. Mm -hmm. And now we're through our first arc. We're through the first arc with power man and iron fist and world is our oyster. How do you feel about it? I'm excited. I I think it was a really great way to start uh, my, my own like personal foibles aside like pacing issue that that's my own nitpick kind of thing mm-hmm. right but i really enjoy the way the character the characters speak the way it feels the way that it looks the way that it moves i'm excited to see where we get into the next one this is the kind of thing that gets me really eager about a comic book series now that we've gotten through this story that we can open up into Anything, anything is possible. But I also think, not
0: but, and I also think we did a good job introducing Power Man and Iron Fist to a new generation of people who don't know who they are. Yeah. We really know who Luke Cage is and what his relationship with his wife um, and his daughter are. We know Danny Rand And what his relationship is with Jessica Jones and Luke Cage as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we got an opportunity to see them and know a little bit of their backstory. So I think this is a short, you know, short little arc. Mm -hmm. We didn't dig too deep, you know, but they introduced the characters to us. They gave them a little mission, you know, and we see what their relationship is. I think it's good. Yeah. And we found out that the team's getting back together
1: again. Favorite part of this entire book is when Luke Cage and Iron Fist tried to do that that little special, special move special. that yeah that that the fist ball special that is that Luke, what it says he says fist ball <laughs> special the, the one that uh, he uh, Luke uh, learned from great. Wolverine and it just does not work at all like it goes completely awry all, all right. it did not work in the least bit so it looks like uh,
0: on the next issue. Which, uh, funny, at the end of the book, it's like, hey, we got to get you a costume. You you need a new costume. No
1: costume. No costume.
0: So um, when you see the little shot of the next next issue, we've got Power Man with a bow tie on. He's wearing a little bow tie. So
1: maybe a bow tie is his costume. And he's looking grumpy as Danny is putting up these signs that say hashtag uh, PMIF. They're back. Yeah, they're back. So So, hashtag PMIF. That's, That's cool. I like this. So overall, I say pick it up. Yeah, pick it up. Pick and Now that there's four issues around, I imagine uh, Marvel will release a trade paper back soon. So if this is the kind of thing you want to share and you don't want to re- it, relent your individual issues, we should probably have a trade in no time. And uh, that's shareable. Yep. I, I like picking up trades when I know it's a book that I want to give to somebody yeah. else.
0: So internet, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you guys thought about mm-hmm. it. Again, um, we'll, we'll keep the conversation going.
1: Mm-hmm. On to the next book of the week. At right, this time, we're going to move on to Spider-Man. Also number four. And this is coming to us from, uh, Brian Bendis and Sarah Pacelli. And, uh, since it's also listed on the cover, uh, colors, Justin Ponsor, um, Again, shout out to everybody who works on on this book and Power Man Iron Fist, even if we're not yes. naming you outright. Yes. You helped make this, and it's great. Um, if you have not read Spider-Man number four, again, just going to say it for formality's sake. We are going to get into spoiler territory here. You know what it is. You know what this is, and that is going to begin now. Spider-Man number four, you want to give me a gut reaction, Ock?
0: Yo. Yeah. This joint
1: is, <laughs> was... <laughs> Like this was like respond out loud, yeah. You know what I mean. I'm like, sitting. I'm sitting in this this room where we record Comic Book Junto, and I'm watching Ock read Spider Man number four, and I, I'm, I think I'm like checking Twitter or something, and turn the page. Yo, yo, oh my, yo, what? That's about right. Yo, that's about it's like right. this, and this elicits in actual reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what are we even seeing? Just Simple dialogue. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And it's we,
0: not, it's not, and you know what? That's a great point. I didn't even recognize that until you brought it up. We're not seeing an action sequence. We're not seeing punch it, p- People punch each other in the mouth. What we're seeing
1: is a conversation between miles and his boy and his boy. Ginky 75% of this book is a conversation that takes place in a cafeteria. Yeah. Over lunch. Yeah. So, you want to give us a little rundown on, on what's happening in this book? Why right. you were reacting that way? So, basically, the way we left off in issue number three,
0: um, there's mm-hmm. a new student in Miles and Genki School, mm-hmm. and he's a former X-Men. That's right. Named Goldballs. Fabio Fabio. Right? Gold, apparently, Gold Balls' power is that he can create... Gold balls out of
1: nowhere and then make <laughs> them disappear. I don't even know who Gold Balls is, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm familiar with him from Bendis's run on All New X Men, and I did not know he was a former X Men, so I'm not sure what's happening there. Right. But it seems like he's trying to take a course now where he's just a regular kid. Yeah, and he's joining school, but everybody knows who he is. Yeah, everybody he's, knows he's, he's like a, he's a celebrity. He's an X Men. Right. So what's going on is Genki is
0: basically fanboying out. About gold yeah. balls, but he's yeah. super shy about wanting to go over and talk to him. So mm-hmm. what Genki's doing is saying, yo, Miles, go over there, talk to him. You know what I mean? And introduce me. Yeah. Miles is like, no. Why would I do that for I'm you? I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go over there and go, hi, I'm Miles Morales. I am also Spider-Man. Yeah. Meet my friend Genki. Yeah. You know, and as you're reading this, you're like, yeah, this is absolutely ridiculous request. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go reveal my secret identity Mm -hmm. to like somebody just to make you happy. Like, why would you even ask me to do that? Mm -hmm. So as the conversation goes on, what ends up happening is miles and Genki continue talking and Genki
1: goes, that's because you've always been skinny. Yeah. And, that hits. That hits Miles like what? what? Where'd that come from? What and as I'm reading about? the book, I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Mm-hmm.
0: Now, continuing on, what Genki's saying is like, you've now you don't know what it's like. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it's like to be different. You don't know what it's like to be, you know, made fun of or not accepted because of so and so and so. And Miles just looks at him and goes. You you do recognize Like you're talking to I'm black and Latino. Like, yeah, you don't think I know what it's like to be different. This like, is, what,
1: is one of the things I love about Genki. And I love the way that we get to see the, the friendship between these two. Right. Genki basically doesn't even see that, right. <laughs> like, and right. it's not that that right. that bullshit. Like, I don't even see color. Yeah. It's just like this is my friend. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. this is not a part of who, my friend. Yeah, this is just Miles, yeah. and he straight up says, "So you're black, big whoop."
0: But I think that's the <laughs> But I think what's interesting is both of these guys are being really pretty insensitive to one another's honest, real. Yeah, like, like issues that they have to deal with and they're propping their own issues up and cutting the other ones down when both of them need to be acknowledged and they're not doing a good job being good friends to one another agreed you know what i'm saying agreed because genki being like man i've been overweight my whole life and listen truth of the matter is i've been overweight my whole life i octavius every memory i have of myself is being overweight every single one yeah like every picture is of being overweight until about three, four years ago when I started riding a fixed gear bike all around the city, started doing CrossFit, started eating differently. Like this is the first time I've actually been fit and in shape. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I get it. I know what it's like to be, overweight to not be happy with what you see in the mirror. And to be thinking about that at all times. Yeah. Like Genki. How is this shirt fitting on me? Is it hugging my body in a weird way?
1: Like I can't go to the store and buy any clothes. I got to order from big and tall. Like it's, it's It's not cool. Genki is this kid who's geeking over, meeting an X-Men and wanting to be cool and look cool yeah. and have that person be interested in him. Right. right Cause this right. is an idol. And the thing he's thinking about is I'm going to go over there. And the first thing he's going to think is I'm fat. Right. The first thing. Right. And it's, that is, that's man. That's wild. Like reading this comic and getting that perspective from this character, from this fictional character, Yankee Lee and thinking, yeah, yeah. I mean that comes from somewhere. That, that comes from some place. It's, it's honest. And I'm, I'm glad that you brought this up that neither of them seem to really be listening to one another.
0: That's because that's why it happens. Yeah. A lot of times when you're arguing, a lot of times you're arguing with your significant other. When I'm arguing with my wife, it's because she's got a valid point and I'm going, but you're not point, your point's not as important as my point. Yeah. yeah. And I've got a valid point, And she's going, but your point's not as valid as my point. Just back before you have a stalemate. You know, you have it's a stalemate. like you bow down to my point first.
1: Yeah, you know, so what's up gold balls uh, for, for some reason somehow inadvertently creates a gold ball and it splashes down into their spaghetti and interrupts miles and Yankees conversation covering both of them in spaghetti and, and pasta sauce and and all that stuff. And now we have our icebreaker. Mm. Now we have a conversation between Yankee and miles and what I'm and and let Fabio. Me, before we get into what
0: actually happens. I'm thinking, Oh. Cool. There you go, Genki. Mm-hmm. It's going to work out. Yeah.
1: Now you have your opportunity to talk. And Genki starts by saying, hey, uh, I'm a big fan of you, actually. And I feel like you and Miles will have a lot to talk about. You have a lot in common.
0: I'm looking at this comic book going, oh, my
1: gosh. The expression on Miles Morales' face is it, it's it, it is priceless they the, he's he's staring
0: the illustrator did a great like, job of ex- of expression he's like Genki like what I, are you about to do i can't like stop
1: yeah and fabio's saying oh wh- why is it what was it about us that would be in common are, are you a mutant and they're like no 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 i'm not a mutant not that it would be a bad thing if i was a mutant i'm just you know i'm not a mutant It's something else so fabio's understandably confused like what what is what's this? happening right What are right you now? guys doing here? So Genki is being that friend who doesn't know
0: how to whisper. You guys have that friend? Yeah. You guys have that friend yeah, who yes, doesn't yes, understand yes. social
1: cues, who doesn't understand the kick under the table, the nudge nudge, the shut up. Like, Even the overt, like time out, I got to walk away with you, let's huddle and talk.
0: And the dude who's still talking loud enough for the person you just walked away from, Yeah, he's like, nah, man. I think you should tell him. And Miles is like, my dude, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. Like, It's like, no, no, I got a good feeling about this. Now, here's my thing.
1: Genki is being extremely selfish. And Genki, appears to me, is thinking that he's doing something really good. Right. Really thinks that what he's about to say, what he's about to create, Is really good. But he's not respecting Miles' wishes.
0: Correct, correct. And that's where I think he's being a bad friend. And then Genki straight up says it. He's Spider-Man. That's where I'm in the room and I'm like, oh my gosh. Everybody freezes. Oh my gosh. I I know.
1: They even do a panel where Miles' mouth is just... A gape. No speech bubble, just a gape. Great job to the creative team. There have been so many times where we've seen Peter Parker or, you know, insert anybody who has a, a human alias, a normal casual alias away from their superhero. Who's just about to accidentally reveal their secret identity. And it's like, Oh no, don't let it happen. And it, it, you know, we're good. Right. Somehow you avoid it. Like you just put the thing in front of you. You just avoid the attention, right? we're good we're good and here it is in the middle of school ganky straight up he's spider-man tell him you're joking
0: no really he is he's
1: like ganky
0: tell him you are joking and and fabio the whole time is like caught in the middle of it he's like caught in the middle of these two guys arguing he's like uh is this real like what's happening
1: here yeah so Everything that happens here is so fascinating to me. Fabio doesn't really know what to think. Like, are you are you messing with me, or is this some kind of am I getting punked because I'm a new kid here? Or what is happening? And it's interesting
0: that Fabio is totally not involved, like mentally. He's like, are you guys making fun of me? Exactly. Like, are you guys are you guys like treating me bad because I'm the new guy? Yeah. It's so interesting how all three of these characters have completely different perspectives.
1: And like, Fabio's just caught in the middle of two buddies arguing. Yeah. And then Genki is also coming up with, hey, look, Miles, you told Miss Marvel who you are. Mm. You don't even know her. And Miles comes back and says, she, I do know her. We were in a life and death situation on multiple occasions. Right. Right. It, it felt like something that was pertinent that I, you, I feel like there was an instance where I trusted her and I can trust her. But you know what his point really was. Yeah. What Genki was
0: saying was, Oh, you can do it for her, but you can't do it for me.
1: Uh-huh. That's what he's really saying. Yep. You were interested in Miss Marble.
0: So, oh, so you can
1: reveal your secret identity to her because you cause you because you're attracted to her. He but, says, Come on, you were totally head over heels in love with her, and you were trying to get her all involved with you. So you told her. And Miles says, You just keep digging and digging. Because the way I'm reading this, he's Genki's totally speaking at a volume where Fabio
0: can hear everything he's saying. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like as a reader, what I appreciate is you brought me into that awkward feeling where your friends are
1: arguing and you're in the room and you're like, I just, should I leave? I love, uh, Miles storms out of there. You know, he he can't take it anymore. He is furious with his best friend. And I love when Fabio asks Genki, are you guys a couple? And he says, nope. And if we were, we wouldn't be anymore. (laughs) 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 And he says, you guys act like a Couple. You know, you're not the first person to say that. Yeah. They do. They just like and, and bicker. Ginky
0: goes, You want to be
1: our roommate? Yeah.
0: It's like Ginky, like,
1: come on, man. Ginky, dog, somebody's got to sit this kid down. <laughs> and I'm interested to see. I'll tell you what, though, maybe that's a little damage control because if you just spilled that to somebody, yeah, you, you want to be our roommate because I would like to keep that contained. Can you imagine how angry Miles is going to be on top of all of this when he goes, Oh, yeah,
0: this is our new roommate? He's going to be like, You just don't stop.
1: Which is why I love the next series of panels because we have Miles dressed as Spider-Man, whipping around the city and talking to himself, angry, sometimes saying it out loud, sometimes in his mind, being like, I have never been this upset with anybody in my entire life. Life. Yes. What did he just do? Yes. He has no idea what this means. He's not a part of this world. Right. 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 And in this instance, I'm very I feel, interesting that you say he's not a part of this world. Yeah. I, I feel for Miles. I would be furious. I'd be so frustrated. I'd feel betrayed. And in the same instance, I see the illustration of my best friend is not a superhero. Mm-hmm. He legitimately does not does understand not what it. this is. Doesn't get it. So.
0: Interesting. It, like it's a maturity situation as well because like i think there is level where ginky really doesn't get it like yeah he he's like what what i don't understand I don't like his it. logic is well you told miss marvel so i can tell fabio you yeah. know what i mean like this is our secret and it's like it's just as much yours as it is mine it's like nah player it's yeah it's definitely mine and you're and i you know like I do also like the way that they're telling the story where he's speaking out loud and speaking in his head. Because I know I've done that. Mm -hmm. I've walked around and been like, I can't even believe this. And Mm -hmm. in my brain, I'm saying things and saying saying, things. I'm like, eh. You know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. that's how it is. That's how it is is when you're angry. And you're like washing the dishes, walking the dog, driving your car. Like, you're doing what you have to do because things got to get done. But at the same time, you're angry.
1: Yeah. So uh, Miles is is like I said he's he's whipping around the city and then suddenly he's getting tailed by a cluster of missiles. Oh, and I like the way that he's trying to figure out like wh- who could be sending this to me. These are the kinds of things, that th- the sort of thought that enters into a superhero's mind as soon as something like this happens. But I wonder who's sending this my way. Like who hates me this? Much? Who hates me this much? Who's in my list that I can pull from and while he's cr- I have to deal with dodging them? Yeah. And he's saying, uh, what's the like evil version of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Hydrox? Hydra? Yeah, Hydra. Yeah. And uh, it's, he's trying to do a little damage control, make sure nobody gets hurt, uh, accidentally smashes up uh, Peter Parker's sign, Parker, Parker Labs or Parker Industries. And he gets blasted, and he drops down, smashes into a bus, hits the sidewalk. And we have a look of him with his, his suit torn up. There's some blood pooling on the floor. On the ground, he's he's not doing so hot. And Tombstone rolls out he's got a machine gun and he is pleased with himself. And it, it appears that he has done the job. Right. For Black Cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I, I think we saw a little interaction between Tombstone and Black Cat in in the issue three, when we're seeing the the, the bad guys assemble, the villains assemble, getting ready to take out this new Spider-Man on the scene and it appears that Hammerhead did the trick and it makes me wonder how's he going to get out uh, out of this situation. He's like knocked out, beat up, laying on the ground. He's either going to get an assist or maybe he's going to do that camo maneuver Mm -hmm. where he just disappears, rolls out of the way, but he's in a bad situation. Miles Morales is having a bad day. Yo, this book I love this it. book is, is excellent comics. I love it. It is excellent comics. Yes. It, not a lot of action has to be taking place to make this very yeah. thrilling. And Bendis, Brian Bendis is so prolific. He has written so much. Of course, he is excellent at what he does, but this, this is really next level. I'm very impressed with this book. I like it extremely, a lot. Extremely, extremely. Yeah. I like it a lot on yeah. every turn. If you're not picking up Spider-Man, you're missing out. Pick it up. Mm-hmm. Do it. Mm-hmm. Alright, so that's it for the Books of the Week this week.
0: Let's talk about Books of the Week next week.
1: Yeah. What we're going to... Go ahead. No, so I was just thinking, you know, I like doing two books. So maybe this is a thing that we're, we're going to do a little more often. We'll have a little more comic book junto in our comic book junto.
0: Yeah, because we want to have a comic book podcast and actually talk about comics. That's right. And we got some feedback from some of you guys that said you wanted more comics. Yeah. So we actually want to give you what you want. Mm-hmm. So again, continue to shout us out. Comic book at barefruit.com. Send us emails. Um, and also hashtag ask CBJ. If you want to ask us questions and you can just use your regular hashtag comic book Junto yeah. to talk to us as well. So let's talk about the books of the week for next week. If we're going to do two books, yeah, I think that it would be good to do old man. Logan number six. Okay. So that Which came, came out today, today, that's right. this week. So you guys can pick that up. Um, Another thing, supposed to be Dark Knight Returns, stay with me, Mm -hmm. The Last Crusade number one. Now, this is like a Joker prequel, Uh, all right? So, this is before The Dark Knight Returned, all right? So, before The Dark Knight Returns, what I'm hearing is, this is the story of what
1: happened to cause... The Dark Knight Returns. Okay, so this is the story of what happened to make it so Bruce Wayne like retired? Yes. Okay.
0: Or at least the beginning of it. All right. So, so is this a one-shot? Uh, it says number one. Gotcha. gotcha. So we shall see. Now I know a lot of times this stuff gets pushed back, pushed back, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for it, guys. Dark Knight Returns, The Last Crusade, number one. Pick that up. Mm-hmm. And Old Man Logan, number six. Those are going to be the books of the week for next week.
1: In the meantime, if there are books that we are not thinking about, if there are books that you really want us to have on our radar that we haven't talked about on the show, or if you haven't mentioned online, then hit us up about that. Hit us up with your thoughts and feelings and reactions to our book of the week, uh, to Spider-Man number four and Power Man Iron Fist number four. But also, you know, keep, keep, keep us up on things that we're, we're not already chatting about. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of new number ones at all times. I wish I had the opportunity to just read, 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 read comics all the time. So I was up on everything, but I, I get by with a little help of my friends. So if you, if you have something that you think we should be checking out, say so. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So oh, we got a question. Well, we got a question to pose. Yes. Do we not? Yes. So we, we should, let's do that. Let's, let's do, do that. Okay. So we've been thinking. We really want to hear more from you about the books that you're reading, about what you want us to talk about, all these things. But we want to ask you a question from time to time. You have an opportunity to ask us questions. We're, We're going to hit you back. So we're going to end with a question of the week. And we we want you to hit us up on Twitter. You can email us or, uh, or, or what have you hit us up on Twitter is probably the most direct way of doing it, huh? And I agree. And we're going to talk about this on next episode. So we can like go through some responses maybe, mm-hmm. but what we want to know, this is the question of the week this week. First time we've ever done this question of the week. How do you read comics? Like set the scene for us. Meaning. What's it look like? Is there a day of the week where you always read? Is it always on a Saturday morning? Is it stacked up? Uh-huh. Are they digital? Uh-huh. You know, are you need peace and quiet? Do you need music? Do you have a particular order? Do you read the books that you're not excited about first, and you save the best ones for last? Are there certain snacks? Yeah. Give is us a ritual.
0: Is there a certain group of people that you do it with? Are yeah. you doing it by yourself? Yeah.
1: Yeah, we just want to know.
0: So, let us know. And you can do that by reaching out to us on the internet. Mm -hmm. So that's the question of the week. How do you read your comics? Reach out to us on the internet. And we're going to kind of talk back and forth with you from there. So Adam, why don't you tell them where they can find you on the internet.
1: You can find me on the internet, on Twitter and on Instagram at... Adam Teteris, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. And I, I, uh, I check Comic Book Junto's mentions. So from time to time, I kind of like intervene into a conversation. Get so if you're hitting up Comic Book Junto and I have something that I want to I wanna add to that conversation, then sometimes I'll just swoop in there. I am the Caped Crusader on, on Twitter. Good job. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: All right, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all the same thing, at Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. And let's keep this conversation going. Yeah. Again, ask us questions, hashtag CBJ. And let's talk to you guys next week. We love Mm y'all. Hope you guys are enjoying this. We're enjoying doing it.
1: Um, Anything else? I can't wait to talk about DC's new new logo next week. Once they've heard comic book Junto and they're like, oh no, the people don't like it. Uh oh. Yeah, we got to go back to the drawing board. But DC, board.
0: thank you for the five stars and a positive comment. Yeah,
1: well. really appreciate that. And by the way, hey, we can recommend somebody, Ron Atkins. He's good. Yeah. Right. Let's just say he's good. We we have uh, artwork from him. He can do the thing. Show sure enough. Just, that's it. That's all I got. That's shameless plug. Right. <laughs> all right, guys.
0: We love y'all. Talk to you next Thursday. Until then, peace. <laughs>